More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a sh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame, never doubt it It's time for the truth, here's our dude You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney Listening to Haney. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. My website. It's where you can find information on my golf lessons that are occurring at uh, my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona, if you got interest in that. And I've had so many great students come for lessons. And, and uh, one of the great things is, is it seems like pretty much every one of my students that comes are all people that listen to my podcast. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Uh, it's, it is it's been it's been the the most fun I've probably had in golf is meeting people that come for lessons that desperately want to get better at golf that you know most of which have taken golf lessons uh, during their lifetime and for some reason not improved you know I have people all the time come to me Hank I've sliced the ball my whole life and I'm like well that's going to end today that is absolutely going to end today of course that's going that's one of the things I'm known for now is I'm the slice fixer. One shot slice fix. That's how long it takes. One shot, and you will be hooking the ball. And, of course, I always say the road to good golf goes through a hook and not a slice. You go from slicing to hooking to good golf. You go from slicing to hooking to learning to fade it, and you're at great golf. But you got to get that ball to hook first. That's number one. And uh, so many great students, people that listen to podcasts. So if you've got interest in, in a lesson, HaneyUniversity.com. Also, you can register there for my instructional videos that are going out uh, weekly. So go there and, and check it out. All right. All the news that has everybody talking is this revamped format on the PGA Tour. I talked about that the other day. I want to uh, uh, talk about it uh, a, a little bit little bit more. 
and it's amazing how fast they put this whole thing together. So I have to give the tour a lot of credit for for really being nimble. And you know, usually change happens very slowly, but boy, oh boy, you know, this year they've got the designated events where the players, you know, have to play in a certain amount of designated events, and next year they're not. Uh, they're elevated events, and this this year they're elevated, and next year they're going to be called designated events. So they've got this new deal they announced, and it's the eight designated events for 2024 and beyond. 70 to 80 players in the field, no cuts, which will do a couple things. One, it will, with 70 players, it condenses the tee times. Oh. Hello, Liv Goff. Okay, they're not going to do a shotgun because there's no way they're going to do a shotgun. They're not going to copy Liv Goff. No way. But it's going to get people teeing off in a in a, a closer window, which means if you're watching on TV or you're going to watch in person, you have a better chance to see more players. Because I mean, let's face it: if you if you, if you go to a tournament and you've got two players that you'd love to see. And one of them tees off at 8 o'clock in the morning, and the other one tees off at 2.30 in the afternoon. I mean, you're not probably going to see both those players. Certainly not play much golf. But if you've only got 70 players, you got a better chance of, of, of watching you know, more of the players you want to see. So, so, so that's a, a, a good thing. There's, there's, there's multiple good things that, that happen from this. This is not something that's being loved by the rank and file the, the, of the PGA Tour. The players that are ranked you know, 60th through 150th are not super excited about this because you know, they're f- thinking, you know what, <laughs> how am I going to get in this, this top 70 and how am I going to get invited to these tournaments? How am I going to qualify for these tournaments? And once you're in... And you got eight guaranteed tournaments that have no cuts and huge purses. How am I going to play myself into that group? It's like the rich is getting richer by being able to play in those tournaments. How am I going to play myself into those tournaments if I'm not already in them? And that is a big question. Now, the, the tour thinks they've they've kind of got, got it figured out. But their whole goal was to – and this is this – is, uh, you know, Monahan talking, the commissioner, you know, he said uh, they they spent a lot of time, massive amount of time exploring how to better position the PGA Tour for continued growth, how to be, how to innovate and deliver a better product. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, you know, and Live Golf has been so bad, uh, so bad for the game of golf. Like, remember, it's ruining the game of golf. People say that. They still say that. You know, they're they're still saying that. At Live Golf has ruined the game of golf. It's ruined the game of golf, and it's pushed the PGA Tour to figure out how to, in Monahan's words, how to innovate and deliver a better product. So if something comes along that pushes the PGA Tour to innovate and deliver a better product, I fail to see how that is bad for golf. He also goes on to say how to further showcase our top performers. Okay, why are we now trying to figure out how to further showcase our top performers? Why? Because of Live Golf. That's why. He says, 
once again, Monahan, how to create a season of consequence that deepens and expands fan interest. Once again, created by the fact that now they have competition from Live Golf. How to make every tournament better and deliver more value to sponsors, media partners, and host organizations to the benefit of the entire membership. Okay, this is, this is what they're selling. Now, the tournaments are getting better. No doubt about it for the fans. Better fields, more condensed viewing time, no cuts on these eight terms, so you know that the players you want to see are going to be there, and that is a big, a big thing. Now, how is it better for the entire membership? This is what they're trying to sell to people, and this is the hard sell, and they're not, they're not having a, a, a great luck doing this. I was, I was watching this one podcast and listening to it that uh, Peter Malnati was on there. He's a, you know, a player that's kept his card. He's on the PGA Tour policy board. And he's the guy that they elected to, uh, you know, vote for and represent the the everyman. You know, the 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 guy who's a hundred and hundred and fiftieth on the PGA Tour uh, money list or FedEx list or whatever they call it. And he's a, and, and and all of a sudden this guy's done a flipper flopper. You know, he was supposed to be in there representing these guys, and all of a sudden he's 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 turned it around. He said, "No, no, I I kind of I like this new thing." And he's they got some. I was listening to the whole podcast, and he was talking about. He just kept talking around in circles, and and, and I, I couldn't I, I couldn't even understand what the heck he was saying. But he was he's talking about how I, I, he wasn't. You know, he was against it, against the no cuts, and then he got you know convinced that it was better, and and then he. You know, he, he he never really said why it was better, though, and he kept getting questioned, and he, he still wouldn't wouldn't say it. He didn't come up with anything, but finally he came up with a little something where he said the tours run all these models, and they run like a thousand models over a thousand years of models, and something like sixteen players on average will fall in and or fall out and jump into this top group that'll play in these eight. Uh, you know, tournaments each year. And that's a pretty, you know, that's, a, that's a pretty decent, decent turnover. So players do have a chance to play their, their way in according to what, what this says. So, so, so the good thing is, is that from PGA tour standpoint, I mean, you're going to see the better players play and, and you cannot argue with the fact that the, this year on the PGA tour, I mean, it's just, it's, it's been, even though they're missing stars, I mean they're missing you know Cam Smith, they're missing Brooks Kepka, they're missing you know Dustin Johnson, uh, you know Bryson DeChambeau, they're missing stars. There's no there's no doubt about it. They're they're they live golf a lot of them, but there's enough of them left, and there's no big stars. You know there's no Tiger Woods out there, so so it's not like they lost Tiger Woods. No, they just lost a, a bunch of guys that used to support Tiger Woods. You know, I mean, it, they were the supporting cast. That's all they were. So that's all that's left. So this, so they lost some of the supporting cast. Well, they got plenty of them still left. And the tournaments have been fantastic. The elevated events, the ones, you know, with the field, the Phoenix Waste Management Open, the, the uh, you know, tournament at Riviera, the Genesis, the uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational. I mean, these tournaments have been awesome. I mean, awesome tournaments. I mean, incredible. I mean, the, some of the best tournaments that, that 
you know, I used to have to, you know, go through and see, okay, who's playing this week and then try to figure out, well, you know, they, they had a bunch of good names, but four of them missed the cut. So those guys are out. And then, you know, the field gets, gets diminished and, and it just, it, it hasn't been good for a long time. And they're, they finally made these, these changes. So in 2024, the PGA Tour, will no longer require top players to participate in certain events. See, see, I, I didn't understand how they were going to do that. See, I didn't understand how they were going to say, you have to play in 19 or 18 out of these 19 events, or 17 out of 18, or 19 out of 20, whatever it was. You know, they, they said you could miss, like this year, you could miss one uh, elevated event, something like that. I didn't understand how they were going to get away with that. Like, I thought these guys were independent contractors. I mean, how can you be an independent contractor, and then they tell you all these weeks you got to play? I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I've run businesses before that have had independent contractors, and I know how the government comes after those kinds of organizations and groups that claim to have independent contractors. And I could not figure out for life me how they were going to get away with that. You got to play in all these tournaments, but you're an independent contractor. So I don't know if that's why they changed this, but I'm sure it had something to do with it, because now all of a sudden in 2024 no longer require top players to participate in certain events. But it's a no-cut, it's a bigger purse, and there is no chance that anybody, unless they're injured, anybody that's eligible to play in these designated tournaments, these eight designated tournaments, those players will be playing in those tournaments. So they're going to have four majors, eight designated tournaments, and three FedEx Cup playoff tournaments. So there's your, your – you got four and three and eight. There's your 15 tournaments right there. Now, let's say somebody on the PGA Tour plays in 20 tournaments. That means there's five more tournaments that that guy's going to play in. And those five tournaments are going to be – some tournaments that are fulfilled events on the PGA Tour. See, this is what they're trying to sell everybody. It's, it's going to help those tournaments too. This is what they're telling the sponsors. It's going to help your tournament because all of these top 70 players, and they're going to play in five more tournaments. That's, you know, 70 guys playing in five more tournaments. That's 350 starts. And those 350 starts for those top 70 players are going to get split up in all these remaining tournaments. So somehow your tournament is going to have a better field than maybe it's ever had. And that does, you know, I mean, I think I can see the logic to that. I think that that is going to be something that is probably going to, going to, going to work. I mean, it certainly has a, a chance for it. I'm not saying that every one of these other tournaments that's going to exist now, these non-designated events, non-elevated events, is going to survive. But I, I don't think I don't think there's any doubt that 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 is going to help. I mean, there, well, let me put let's put it this way: they're assured to having a better field at the Honda, which will no longer be the Honda, but the Honda next year 
And Jack Nicholas knew this was coming because he knew that, and he said, you know, there's changes coming on the PGA Tour. He said this on Sunday at the Honda. He said, there's changes coming on the PGA Tour, and this tournament's going to be fine. It's going to get a sponsor, and it, it's going to get better fields, and that's all coming. And, and that's because he knew, he knew what was coming. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's amazing is the spin that everybody is putting on these elevated events. It's, it's you know, in these designated terms. Because, you know, first they said, you know, you got to have a cut to be a real tournament. It's just an exhibition if it's not. Well, now that, that's, you know, that's not. So I don't know what how they're going to frame this to, to rip the live golf. The only thing they can say is, well, there's only 48 players instead of 70. The difference between so you're going to tell me that the difference between an exhibition and a tournament is uh, 70 is a tournament and 48 is an exhibition. I mean, come on, seriously, come on, give, give me a break on that. Uh, are, are you going to tell me it, it, it's it's uh, if you have uh, 70 players and you do tee times, uh, it's a tournament. But if you have 48 players and you do a shotgun, it's not a tournament. I mean, come on. I mean, really? So, so I don't know how they're how they're going to frame this about you know what's wrong with LIV. I can tell you the one thing that that's you know with only forty eight players and you got the same forty eight players all the time, you know that that can that, yeah I, I can see how that could get a little stale. But I think you're going to see turnover in LIV too. There's no there's there's no doubt about that. But how much turnover are you going to have to to make it make it not stale? You know, well that that all remains remains to be seen. But the spin that these players are putting on it now, and it's all the better players talking now, okay? The, the, the players that are lower on the totem pole in the PGA Tour, they are not happy because they're like, I, I'm, I've been on the tour for quite a while, but I'm 100th on the tour. I'm never going to get in all these tournaments, and now I'm not going to get to play for you know that big money, and how am I ever going to get in, and I'm going to lose tournaments. We're going to lose tournaments. I'm going to lose starts, and so on. You know, and, that, and that's what they're going to be saying. And, then, and you know what? It's not just what they're going to be saying. It's what's going to be happening. I mean, that's, 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 there's no two. No matter how they spin it, that's going to be happening. The big guys are making more money, and, the, they're, and they're taken from the poor. None of those guys are poor. Okay, but they're taken from the bottom and they're giving it to the top. That that that's what they're doing, and that's what they had to do because they had to stem the the flow of players over to LIV. And in order to stem the flow of players over to LIV, they had to come up with more money for the top players. And how did they do it? Pip, the player, you know, incentive program or whatever it stands for. It's the popularity contest thing where they divvy up fifty million dollars. That's one way they did it. Another way they did it is they, they somehow found $200 million to increase the purses of the elevated events. 
elevated events where you know players had to play in. Next year, it's called a designated event, and there's going to be 70 players. Big, big money in those purses. Where does that money go? No cut. That money goes to the better players, the top players. Then they come up with the Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy Indoor Golf League, and then they sign all these better players, better players, better known players to, the, to that. And don't you think that when a, a player is has been thinking, you know, he's thinking, man, I wonder if I should go, I, you know, I kind of, they offered me a lot of money to go over there to LIV. Should I go to LIV? And then the, the tours over here saying, you know what, we're going to, we're increasing the purses 200 million. We're going to have eight designated events where there's no cut. So you're going to make X amount of there. The 200 million purse increase is going to, theoretically give you a if you play the same as you did last year you're going to make this much more money and don't you think the tour and their agents have this all figured out you're going to make this much more money from the 200 million dollar increase in the purses you're going to make this much money guaranteed from the eight designated events you're going to make this much money guaranteed by playing in the you know Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy simulator golf league thing. You're going to make that that much more money in there. And you know what? You get to stay where you, you are. And, and, and by the way, there's all this extra money that the players that left, left behind. And that kept players from moving over to LIV. And that's why LIV didn't come up with anything this, this last uh, offseason. They didn't come up with anything. So here's Rory talking about uh, the the new designated events with smaller fields. Okay, he goes, "I want this is <laughs> this is great." I mean, you know, he acts like he runs a tour. I want I want to give everyone a fair shake at this, which I think this structure has done. Like like he like he, he like he's the commissioner. Uh, <laughs> there, there's ways to play it, into it. It's trying to get the top pros versus the hot guys. I think this creates a really compelling product. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But in a way that you don't have to wait an entire year for your good play to then get the opportunity. So if you play good, you win a tournament, I think you can play your way into the – you win a non-designated event, you can win a tournament, and you can play your way into a designated event. And that's what it says. He says you play well for two or three weeks, you're in a designated event. Uh, And and, and the example he used was like Chris Kirk, who won won at Honda – and he's set. Now he's in the, you know, in the designated event and he's all set. So in, in that regard, you can play your way in. And the, the one thing that they've always done on all these, you know, every, all these arguments on the PGA Tour, it's like the thing they always go back to is they say, play better. If you play better, that solves, that solves everything. And, you know, people don't like to hear that, but it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's the truth. So Rory says, we've always had no-cut events on tour. Oh, it's good. Oh, we have. But I thought you had to have cuts in order to be a real tournament and not an exhibition. I thought you had to have a cut in order to get world golf ranking points. And now we're saying, no, we've always had no-cut events. Oh, my God. I mean, the hypocrisy is incredible. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, but they've always had that. They've had four World Golf Championship events, and now they're going to have like eight. And then they got the three playoff 
events. And then they've got the CJ Cup and the Zozo, which are two tournaments on the PGA. Neither one of those have, have, have uh, you know, cuts either. So there's a lot. You know, like, you could play on the tour. You, you got the three playoff events. You got the eight designated events. You know, there you go. That, that's, that's 11. You got the CJ Cup. You got the, the Zozo. And I mean, I'll tell you what, you are, uh, you're not having to deal with, with, with making, I, I don't like, I, I never liked the cut. I, I thought the cut was bad hauling. The guys I coached on tour usually didn't have any problem making a cut. Okay. You know, the guys I spent the most time with Mark O'Meara, Tiger Woods, but I don't think the cut made them play better. Like I guarantee you, every single sponsor was thinking, "Oh, if Tiger didn't have a good first round, every sponsor was beside themselves worrying about is Tiger going to miss the cut because that would ruin a tournament in a heartbeat." Now, there's only one Tiger. But there's a lot of players that people do like to see play on the PGA Tour, and and no sponsor wants to see any of them miss the cut. They don't care what they shoot. Like I hear people on, you know, Phil Mickelson's this or Phil Mickelson's that or Phil Mickelson can't play any good. He's shooting over par. Or he's shooting this. People don't care. They want to see him play. And by the way, he had a great round the last round at Mayakoba. I think he shot like 67 or 66 or something. I like played a great round. But he can still play. They want to see him play. They want to see him play. They don't, you know, if he doesn't win or isn't top 10 or whatever, but they don't, they want to see him play. So that event has always been, you know, or, or that argument has always been a little weird to me. All right, here's Max Homa on, uh, on his views on this. You know, he's the eighth ranked player in the world now. Of course, he likes the changes too. See, see, the tour goes and they sell all the top players on these changes, and then they get them to be the spokesman. Because nobody wants to hear, like, the PGA Tour officials talk. They want to hear Rory talk. They want to hear Tiger talk. They want to hear Homa talk. See, these guys, you know, these are the guys that, that you know, they think have a have a voice, and they do. So he said, you know, Homa said, the product is important. I think it's easy to frame these changes as a way to put more money in the top players' pockets because it is. It's not, it's not framing. It is. But it has been made to make it easier and more fun for the fans. See, this is the angle that they're trying to – it's the fans. It's all about the fans. Well, I think it is something about about the fans. And I'll tell you what else it's about. It's about the television too because the television wants to guarantee – they want to know they got a good field. And they want to know that field's going to be there. But uh, you know what? Some people think it's just a money grab for the top players. You know, it's a guarantee of, you know, but, but here's what they're doing. And Homa says, he says, they're guarantee who will be in the events more or less and learning. And they're going to have more, more good players there. And it's an opportunity for top players to battle it out late on Sundays. Well, it remains to be seen, but it has happened. You look at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, great leaderboard on Sunday. I mean, you had Rory, you had Scheffler, you had Spieth up there. Uh, you know, I mean, it was, you know, Cantley was up there. I mean, you you know, it was, it was pretty good. You know, you had a, you had a, a great, great uh, mix going. I mean, we had it at, at Phoenix when you had uh, Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm. I mean, it was great stuff. You know, to, and and uh, you keep having stuff like that, then your product is better. It's, it's it's no, you can't argue it. The product is definitely better. But people on the tour, they're you know, uh, 
they're, they're frustrated. The, the, the lower level players, because they think this is all, you know, about the, the top guys. But you know what? Listen, you got to make it about the top guys. You've got you know, all these, these compelling stories everybody wants to talk about, about all these guys that nobody's ever heard of. I mean, he, 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 that's a hard sell. You want to see the best players play, and you want to see them play against one another. And if you get all the best players playing in the tournaments, then you're probably going to have a good leaderboard. Just And if you have less players to get in the way, smaller fields, you're probably going to have a better leaderboard. And that's why all these guys kind of like this. McElroy, Homa, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler says, I think it's exciting because you're going to have top guys in the world playing against each other more often. No doubt about it. I mean, if, if these changes had happened, you know, a, a year ago or a year and a half ago, I wonder how many of those LIV golfers would have would have left. Maybe, maybe they would have gone anyways. But this is definitely making it where guys are less likely to go. And I think that's why, you know, guys knew that things were changing. And that's why it stemmed the tide of guys leaving uh, this this off season because they didn't really get much on the you know the the uh, the new LIV players. I mean, they didn't you know they, you know Thomas Peters. You know he's thirty fifth in the world or whatever, and you know Brendan Steele. I mean, a nice player, but I mean they, these guys. You know that 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 isn't. Uh, you know that that isn't what people thought. You know, everybody kind of had it in mind. Liv was going to get a top ten player, maybe two, is what they thought. They didn't get any. Well, why didn't they get any? Because of these changes. And you know, now they, they've they've got this and they've made these changes. And now you know the the players that are less, you know, I mean, they're you know the less well known, if you will, are you know kind of not happy about it because they know that uh, you know it's. Uh, Coming out of their pockets and it's going to the to the to the top guys. They know that, and you know what? The top guys are thinking. You know what? You know, we deserve it, and uh, this is better. And they're logic out in their mind to say, well, you know what? These other guys can play their way into these tournaments. You know, do what Chris Kirk did, win a tournament, and you're in the designated event, and then you're you're all set with with a, a no cut for eight events. You know, you and, and you know what? I, I, I can uh, I can see the lie. I, I'm on the side of the better player. That's the side I'm on. You know, I'm on the side of the better player. I was I've been on the side of the better player for the guys going to live. I said take the money. I mean, I thought guys that didn't take that money were out of their mind. I mean, I, I seriously, I thought anybody not taking that money is absolutely out of their mind. That's what I thought. But now, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I can see, you know, now it's a little different story here, you know, because there's no doubt about it. I mean, it, it, you know, the PGA Tour is always going to be the PGA Tour. It's always going to be the top place to play. It's not like that Liv can't come up with something. It's not like they can't grow this team competition. It's not like, you know, it, it can't be entertaining. I think it will be. I think it already is. But the PGA Tour is always going to be the place. It's never that. That's that. That is. There's no chance. You know, people say, "Live golf." You know, Jack Nicklaus says, "Live golf." They're trying to buy golf, but they're not going to be able to do it. I mean, they're 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 in. You know, they got a product, but they're not buying golf. The PGA Tour is always going to be always going to be the place. And these changes have been well thought out. 
they're pissing some people off, but they're making a lot of uh, better players happy, and that's what they needed to do. They needed to piece those better players. I think they've done it. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app where we get your podcasts. Uh, remember my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. If you've got uh, joint pain, muscle soreness, or arthritis pain, I'm telling you, this product will help you out. It is absolutely fantastic. 11 anti-inflammatory ingredients, and it, it works. You'll notice a difference in five minutes. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's that good. And uh, the testimonials are incredible. If you want to go on the website and check them out, voodoopainrelief.com, if you haven't already tried it. But if you listen to me and my podcast, you've probably tried the product. But maybe some people are listening and they've never tried it. And I'm, I'm going to ask you why, because I know you got something that bothers you sometimes. Get some relief. Check it out. VoodooPainRelief.com. All right. Uh, hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Kenny Podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.